on this episode of Harvard Business Beat. Humanum is a nonprofit agency that, um, a human service agency that provides, um, we've been around for 50 years and they, we provide services for adults and children in many, many different capacities. We have residential services, vocational, workplace development, um, uh, respite for families. So uh, many, many, many programs. I, I, Sure, I'm forgetting several of them, um, <laughs> uh, but again, fifth, been around for 50 years and it's pretty well known in, in the state of Maryland. And um, uh, a lot of really um, positive, great people that really want to support people within within the state. So I'm proud to be, work for Humanum. Welcome to Hartford Business Beat, featuring members of the Hartford County Chamber of Commerce, sponsored by Hartford County Living, bringing you all the good positive news, businesses, events, organizations, people, and just everything great here in Hartford County. Go to HartfordCountyLiving.com and find out more. I'm your host, Rich Bennett. Let's go meet some members of the Chamber. Sitting here with Kristen Collier of Humanum, which, well, she's going to explain what Humanum is and what she actually does there. And I'm not going to say anything else because I'm just going to <laughs> So first of all, welcome, Kristen. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so, all right, tell everybody what Humanum is, because when when I first saw it, I had an idea. But then when we were talking before we recorded I had no idea that you all covered so much. Yeah. So Humanum is a nonprofit agency that, um, a human service agency that provides, um, we've been around for 50 years and they, we provide services for adults and children in many, many different capacities. We have residential services, vocational, workplace development, um, uh, respite for families. So uh, many, many, many programs I, I Sure, I'm forgetting several of them. Um, <laughs> uh, but again, fifth, been around for 50 years and it's pretty well known in, in the state of Maryland. And um, uh, a lot of really um, positive, great people that really want to support people within within the state. So I'm proud to be, work for Humanum. Uh, I work um, as I'm a behavior analyst and I work uh, for our children's department. So we have a we run two centers in one in Hartford County um, called the Infinity Center for for uh, Behavior Services, and mm-hmm. we um, work with young children with autism, um, providing uh, treatment based in behavior analysis. Or you may have heard the term ABA, where we um, my computer just said it's going to shut me down. <laughs> um, where we um, <laughs> don't do that. Um, we work with children and language development, social skill development, play, um, functional skills. We help train parents on how to um, increase developmental skills for children. So um, that's kind of where my program within Humanum is what I do. How long have you been doing that? For Humanum, a little, almost two years um, for for this. um, I have worked as a behavior analyst for about 11 years. Uh, I've worked in the field of human services for a whole lot of years. (laughs) We we won't go into that. (laughs) Um, So, but our centers have 
been running centers for about four years. Um, the center that we have in Hartford County was um, under a different corporation for a mm -hmm. couple years, um, and then Humana kind of picked it up and um, moved it over to Bellcamp, and we continue to run it um, under Humana Services. So we've been doing that for about four years, and then our other county, we're in Carroll County, we've been doing that just about a year and a half now. Okay, so with yours, the what what would you say was the ABA? Infinity, or, or Center. Infinity Center. Infinity Center. Uh, okay, it's but it's autism and ABA therapy, right? ABA therapy, yep. Okay, what, applied behavior analysis. What exactly is ABA therapy? Yeah, so behavior analysis, applied behavior analysis. Behavior analysis is the science of behavior change. So we look at a behavior and we decide where we want that behavior to go. Either we want to increase behaviors like talking and play skills and social skills or decrease interfering behaviors like tantruming behavior or um, self-injurious behaviors and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then we manipulate the variables surrounding that behavior to make that behavior change. Um, ABA is applied behavior analysis. So it's the application of the science of behavior analysis. Um, for some reason, um, the ABA is very effective for autistic learners um, and science can support, it's all evidence-based science that supports the, um, how the treatment just for some reason is very effective for the autistic right. learner. So with autism, and I didn't realize this until recently, um, aren't there so many different, I don't, I don't like the term disability, differing abilities that fall under autism? Yeah. So there's three main characteristics of individuals with autism. A language deficit is always one indicator, a social skill deficit. So like less of an intent to be social maybe, or just, just differences in social ability. Um, and then what they call stereotypy or stereotypical behaviors where it could be, you, you see like the, stereotype of where they line people will line things up or they do right. the hand flapping or things like that but those are three characteristics and it can be very different for every individual so um while yeah those are the three characteristics you look for it's called the autism spectrum because it mm -hmm. just shows up in so many different ways for every specific person language differences can be where they have are nonverbal, where they have no communicative skills yet or they just have differences in their communication or they might be in the middle line. So it's very um, varied, <laughs> but there's three very specific indicators that we look for, for the disability. Okay. Um, there used to be autism used to have a whole, like there was like this spectrum and there was like all these different numbers, like you're on 14 and you're on, well, they don't do that anymore. Now there's three levels of autism that you would get. And it really is based on how much support the individual needs to help decrease deficits. Um, and then like you used to be Asperger's syndrome, which was for what they would kind of call a high function person with high functioning autism, where they were, you know, they have the stereotype. Um, we have a very intellectual person that has some quirky mm -hmm. behaviors that um, they would be considered autistic or ask, have Asperger's. Well, they no longer have that as a diagnosis anymore. So the DSM-5, which is the diagnostic, the, the book that has all the different diagnoses, doesn't, it doesn't rep, um, recognize Asperger's syndrome anymore. It's either a really? they're on the autism spectrum. Yeah. Wow. All right. Now, I'm afraid to ask then. So, all right, because right, I, and I hope I'm wrong. But somebody told me, like, people with ADHD is considered autistic as well? That is, they're two different diagnoses. Sometimes okay. we call what we can call individuals having 
comorbidity, which means they have more than one diagnosis. So sometimes we do see children or individuals with um, that present with autism that also present with ADHD. So you could have both of those diagnoses. Okay. But they are very different. They're two different diagnoses. And is it? See, I'm learning a lot. I, I, there's a lot that I want to learn about this. This is why I'm asking the question. Perfect month for it. It's also an acceptance month today. <laughs> is it really? Oh, wow. April is, yeah. <laughs> hey, are, I mean, can some people actually be, I don't, I don't know if diagnosis is the right term or not, but as they get older as well? Because I thought I saw something the other day where, and this lady explained that, she didn't realize that she had autism until she was a teenager. You do hear people, they'll say they got diagnosed as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if necessarily means it it developed in adulthood, or maybe it's just where things that weren't identified as right. um, with as characteristics of autism. And then later on, they were like, oh, things are, aren't right. Let's go get a diagnosis. Um, so it's kind of like works both angles. There's no cure for autism. So typically right. if your child or an individual is diagnosed autistic, they don't grow out of it or it's not mm-hmm. cured. Um, and I guess, I think that could also be the case for they, it wasn't recognized in earlier childhood. And then as an adult, they're noticing some things and they want to go, oh, I'm going to get diagnosed for it. So what are some of the biggest myths about autism? One of the biggest myths about autism is people that people with autism don't like to be touched. Like you'll see like, mm-hmm. they don't like they're that they're antisocial and they don't want to be hugged or they don't mm-hmm. want to be touched. Well, I can verify that that is not true. Um, I think in humans, there's different humans sometimes that they like to be hugged and sometimes they don't. Um, what we see is a lack of um, social, you know, social skills. So sometimes that represents itself as they are antisocial or don't want to be touched. Some individuals with autism have um, sensitivities to certain things, like some to touch or to um, sounds or to whatever. So they might not, they, they might not want to be touched. But it's not like right. all people with autism don't like to be touched or hugged or, or or in like they're very loving individuals. They're very sweet and kind, just like people without autism. So um, I think that's a big myth. Um, that they are unable to develop social relationships. That's not true. Um, those would be the two that I would think. Okay. Find okay. And did you say you do something with the schools or was that before here? I do it still. We have a contract with Harford County Public Schools where we consult with them for they, they have um, Harford County from K through 21 has a program for um learners who require a little bit more um, restrictive environment where um, and 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 Harford County developed through us developed a program for um, you that uses ABA principles in their classrooms and they're more self-contained classrooms um, okay. so it's a great it's a great program Harford County recognized the need for autistic individuals and it's not you don't have it's not exclusive to children with autism but they recognize that ABA is a um, treatment that is very successful. So they incorporated into their school system and developed this program. And I give the county a lot of credit because they really, um, they used our re- uh, recommendations, they put it into place, they hired people that continue it, and they still use us for, you know, consulting and right. help for the program. But I've, it's a very impressive program for um, the public school, people in the community. 
right, really so good. Humanum. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 501c3? Yes. Well, not profit. Okay. So you guys rely on what? Grants and donations? Um, well, it depends on the program. We get um, the oh, funding, VA funding for our adults. Um, our program um, is um, the children's private insurance mm-hmm. is um, charged mm-hmm. for. So it's considered a medical treatment. So that would be, and yes, we do rely on grants. We get lots of grants um, and, um, um, and lots of different funding sources, but. Okay. Now, as far as when it comes to volunteers, do you, I guess, well, with what you does, I guess you can't really use volunteers. Can no, you? we can't use volunteers for the most part. Sometimes uh, we, I wish I could more, uh, but because we're working with young children and they're very specific treatment and everything that when the children, the minute the children step into our building, it's considered a medical treatment facility. Oh, really? So there okay. it's like, going to a doctor's appointment, right? So yeah. it's very HIPAA compliant and very, you know, we have to be very cautious. Um, so currently we don't, I wish, I wish we could more because we do have lots of people that <laughs> offer. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm sure That's you good. do. I'm sure you do. Um, what's the website so people can actually know where to go to find out more about you guys? What yeah. Other so um, Humana, I'm going to, I'm going to type, yeah, org is the company, the corporation's website. Um, and then if you wanted specific and you could find the infinity center in there, but we actually have our own, um, website for the infinity. So it's infinitycenteraba.org would be for, so you can either go to humanum.org and get the whole corporation, or you can go to infinitycenteraba.org. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just went to Humanum, and if I click on Infinity Center, it takes you right there. That's awesome. Cool. I have a quick question for you that maybe we can get some insight on. Um, So, thinking more from uh, the business perspective, um, do you have any suggestions or recommendations for business owners, maybe that either have employees that might be on the spectrum, or maybe they have kids that are on the spectrum? You know, how can businesses kind of adapt their business model to really help serve those those people that might be their workforce? That's a great question. Um, first, I'm going to start with it for, for their workforce who have children. One of the biggest um, things that we as the scientists, the behavior analysts did, um, for, took years, was to have ABA services rec- recognized as a medical treatment so mm-hmm. that families could get the services. So these kids are right. coming 20 hours a week. Some kids get more than that for at other companies. Um, and it's every day they come, it's considered a medical appointment. So it's billed to their insurance and it's extremely expensive. So if we were able to push and legislate to get ABA accepted as a medical treatment so that families can get it billed to their, to their insurance companies, mm. yeah. but not all corporations or companies put it in as part of their plan. So Let's just say, and Blue Cross Blue Shield is one of our best providers. So we'll, we'll use that, but they're one of the best providers for um, accepting ABA services. But let's say your company says, nope, we're not going to use ABA services. So then a family whose child has significant needs um, and significant deficits can't get the treatment, that the gold standard treatment, the treatment that works mm-hmm. best for their child because their insurance doesn't cover it. Right. So making sure your company includes that in your plans for your for your employees is huge. 
and, and it, it changes lives for families. Um, for um, your actual employees, understanding the deficit, the, the, the differences that that the autistic individual um, has, um, providing them with areas where um, maybe sensory type like noises or sounds are they can go to to get away from those types of things, or um, just setting an up an environment up where they can feel more comfortable and be aware of um, those types of differences. Um, understanding the social difference, like sometimes they don't want to have these full-on conversations and instead of don't hold that against the individuals because they're different than others, you know, they just don't, may, might not want to go sit in the big group area where lunch is being served and, and being understanding of that would be things that I think are, would be important for the autistic um, employee. Um, mm -hmm. Again, I am not an individual with autism, so, but, so <laughs> I don't mean to speak for them, but um, those would be the things that I have heard when I, with yeah. my relationships with autistic people. And that's the other thing, you know, often in the field of developmental disabilities or intellectual disabilities, um, it's that people first language. So you hear people saying person with autism, the autistic community is very, um, very strong community. And one of their biggest things is they, they want to be autistic people. It, they're autistics. They, that's how they, hmm. um, represent themselves though they're autistic so it, it's not that people first language that we're so used to, to using and being respectful of that um yeah. things that are different that the world is kind of moving away from the puzzle piece the mm -hmm. autistic community mm -hmm. doesn't like the puzzle piece they say we're not something that needs to fit into something else they don't like the oh. the indications of the implications i should say of that puzzle piece so that's where the infinity symbol because it's more of a sign of neurodiversity instead of something that needs to be fit in or, or fixed. So that's why that's why you'll start seeing, instead of the puzzle piece, you're gonna start seeing that um, infinity symbol. And one of the reasons we chose the name we did for our company. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Love, love that. So with the, with the chamber, Kristen, how long have you actually been a member of the Harford County Chamber of Commerce? So humanum has been a member for about two years now. Okay. As as I know. So and what about yourself? It would all be the year that I've been with about a, about a year since we started. About a year, yeah. okay. Um, and, and if you can't answer this, you know that's <laughs> fine because a year. I know a lot of times you might not have been able to make it to anything yet. Yeah, um, unfortunately, I haven't. So what happened was, was it like about a month ago? Um, we we're trying to get more involved, so we joined. You had like a meeting. Um, kind of talking about what the Chamber of Commerce was. And that's when I joined that meeting because we wanted to kind of learn more about it and learn more how we could be more yeah. interactive with you guys. Awesome. So um, that's how we found out about this podcast. And I was like, oh, that would be a fun thing that's to it. do. So perfect. The Chamber. But I know that it's been a big, it's important to us. And I know that, you know, you do, um, we, we advertise our enrollment things and job searches and things like that through the chamber. So that's been very helpful for us too. Well, in that case, Oh, <laughs> it's time to have fun. Uh -oh. You get to ask Natalie questions. <laughs> oh, I don't know what kind of questions. Why is it when I try to put Natalie on the spot? Nobody's got anything for her. What, what are some things that would benefit us? Let's say if we're looking to one of our biggest needs right now for me is the Infinity Center. And I think really for overall Humanum is hiring, right? So finding sure. staff who are interested in working with um, our population, how would, 
would you guys be able to benefit us through that? Yeah, awesome question. I think that's on the forefront of most businesses' minds right now. Um, yeah. Um, so I think first thing that comes to mind and probably the easiest thing um, is utilizing our member information center. Uh, it's our, you know, our online membership portal. It does a whole lot of stuff. Um, but one of those things is uh, like a job board. Oh. It's just um, just for chamber members. Um, so, you know, you can go in there, you can post however many oh. jobs you have. <laughs> There's no limit. Um, right. You know, and just just like you would with Indeed or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, you can post the the position and all the details. You can put pictures, things like that. Um, and then once that goes live, that's emailed out to all the membership, so they know about it. They can keep their eyes and ears open for you. Um, and then it also lives on our website, so we'll have that whole job board um, will be there for the community if anybody's visiting the website and, and looking. Um, they can find it there. Um, so that's a really easy way <laughs> to oh, do it. Um, I, I think we do post on that, but I definitely yeah. want to look into it and make sure. Yeah, like that's a super easy way. Um, and I think sometimes people forget uh, we do have our boardroom downstairs that is available for rent. So if oh. you're a member of the chamber, um, we have a company coming up in the next couple of weeks um, who's actually going to be doing um, like group interviews and like a, a mini job fair um, oh, okay. out of out of our boardroom, um, and it That's it works awesome. out for them. They're a bit of a smaller company because you know boardroom doesn't holds maybe twenty thirty people. It doesn't hold hundreds, but um, you know just little things like that. That you know we'd love to. Yeah, that would be cool because sometimes we need to do trainings for our staff, and we don't really have in this within the center. Right. We don't have room for that because <laughs> the kids sure. are there. So it's, that would be something that we would. Uh, yeah yeah it's always open to to chamber members you just have you know shoot me an email and we'll get some available dates you know booked out but um yeah just something some sometimes people don't think about off the top of their head so with the job postings can can they share that in on the uh, facebook group as well you can yeah so if you're not already uh we do have a facebook group um separate from our facebook page so you can find the chamber on facebook um, but we do have a separate group that's uh, open to the community. So you'll find members and non-members uh, in that group. And it's just a place to share, really. <laughs> share whatever it is that you want to talk about, whether it's you personally or you as a business owner. Um, so, yeah, definitely. And that's that's open to everybody. Free. Go crazy. Post as much as you want. Um, <laughs> what is, what is that called? It's just the Hartford County Chamber of Commerce Facebook group. It's very original. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, for example, I'm doing a webcast, a web in our tomorrow. The I don't know when this is being viewed, but tomorrow, <laughs> which is Wednesday, the 19th, um, where I'm doing like w- my child just got diagnosed with autism. Now what? It's kind of like kind oh, yeah. of an informational session. That would be something like, if I do it in the future that I'd be able to kind of post on a Facebook page. Yeah, absolutely. It's we open it up to everybody. You know, we review content before it goes live, but it we don't really restrict it as far as like what you can or cannot advertise that's great that's helpful yeah something rich and i had mentioned is i don't know if you heard of or have worked with uh we rock the spectrum kids gym yes the wootens (laughs) okay great everybody knows the wootens awesome yeah they Um, that is it and uh, we have a lot of children in our Hereford kids that will go to that and families that benefit from it and really like having that resource for them so it's a great place good Good, yeah. Actually, 
Are there any other resources in the county? Not Besides many. <laughs> Not that I can. It's good we have. Well, we need to change time. that, don't we? Yeah, yeah, we do. I mean, well, you got well, you're in the schools helping, yeah. but you got re, we, you got yeah. we rock the spectrum the gym. The other thing that we do for families, um, which is huge, is we have a clinical psychologist who consults for us who does the diagnostic piece. So families can sit on waiting lists in major hospitals for 12 to 24 months before they can get a diagnosis. Wow. And yeah, and they can't get treatment unless they have a diagnosis. So kids are those early intervention years that are essential. Kids are sitting there not able to get services because they can't get in to get diagnostic services. So we do offer that. We are also filling up to the point where families are waiting several months. We used to be able to do it pretty quickly, but right. people have found out about us. So we're <laughs> filling up. And uh, But it is a service that we offer to help de- decrease those wait times for families. That's one of the worst things is families have to wait so long to get treatment because they can't get their diagnoses. Does it seem like autism's on a rise? It is on a rise. So at this point, I think 2018 or 19 might be the last time is one in 44 children are diagnosed with autism. No way. Yep. Oh my God. For the CDC. That's huge. And that was as of when? I think it was 2018. So pre-COVID. Oh yeah. Yeah. And COVID has definitely changed special education and, and, and mm-hmm. children's needs and all that. So. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize it was that high, but, <laughs> but anyway, do you have any other questions for me about the, either the chamber or. None that I can think of, but you know, I love knowing that you guys are there and being able Absolutely. to use the resource. So. Yeah. And definitely. Um, I would say like if there's, if you have other coworkers, staff members, the, the beautiful thing about a chamber membership is that, you know, once the business is a member, any employees can be involved. So Which is great because we do have some so a couple programs within Hartford County, not just the Infinity Center where we do yeah. um, like transitioning youth program um, is is in Hartford County. So we definitely have a couple other programs that would benefit that will benefit from being members. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be great if there's anybody else who wants to either show up on a podcast one day or, or you know, stop know. by and come to an event. I'm usually We'd the only to. one brave enough now. Just, just tell them to make sure that their computer's not ready to update. <laughs> I can before doing it. I don't think it's ever done that. Like, of, course. of course. Tell everybody the website again and how they can get in touch with you. So, infinitycenteraba.org will get you directly to the infinity center so if you have children um, where you think they might have autism and you want diagnostic services or you have a diagnosis of autism and you're looking for aba services you can click right on there if you want to learn more just about humanum overall in the program different programs we have that would be humanum it's h-u-m-a-n-i-m so i am human.org Thank you for listening to another episode of the Harford Business Beat. If you're a member of the Chamber and you would like to come on the podcast, just contact me. Email rbennett, that's two N's, two T's, at harfordcountyliving.com. Again, rbennett at harfordcountyliving.com. Or you can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. And we'll go ahead and get it scheduled and get you set up so you can come on. You can tell everybody about your business, whether they're in the Chamber or not. 
they're going to find out more about you. Again, R. Bennett at HarfordCountyLiving.com. Until next time, my name is Rich Bennett with Harford County Living. Stay safe and stay busy.